Listen, there's a great work to be done. As soon as you win this court battle, you must deliver this message. Take advantage of this opportunity and declare a powerful message to this world. He expects more of us. He believes we can do more. Who's going to stop Christ? Who's going to stop Christ from getting this work done? This is Behind the Work. Welcome to Behind the Work. I'm Grant Turgeon. If you are a supporter of God's work, you probably recently received the new hardcover edition of America Under Attack in the mail, along with the May 17th coworker letter from Pastor General Gerald Flurry. Now, if you have your copy of America Under Attack, make sure you take off the outer sleeve and check out the actual hardcover. It's a dark brown, and the words America Under Attack are actually etched into the cover so you could actually feel it in the texture of the cover. It's a really high quality book. I just like to hold it and look at it and trace my fingers along the cover actually. It's really an amazing production. It's the first time that Mr. Gerald Flurry has ever had a hardcover book in his over 50 books and booklets that he has written over the years. So the fact that we have made America under attack into his only hardcover writing should show how important that book really is. This is a book that exposes Satan, the devil and his attack on America through one man, a man known as Antiochus in your Bible specifically in Daniel chapter 8. And also, this man can be identified on the scene today. He is Barack Obama. He has done so much to fundamentally transform America, and our freedoms every day are being stripped away as a result. Second Kings chapter 14 gives us a commission to warn and to explain to people what is happening to America. Why is America collapsing? Where is this attack on the country coming from? It's just extremely motivating to read 2 Kings 14 and to see that if Satan was unchecked, he would blot out the name of Israel from under heaven. Satan would abolish this work and this warning message if he could. He attacks physical Israel, which is primarily the nations of America, Britain, and the Jewish nation in the Middle East. Satan also attacks spiritual Israel, God's church. After Herbert W. Armstrong died in 1986, Satan trampled on the worldwide church of God that Mr. Armstrong founded. He infiltrated God's church and controlled the leadership of the WCG as they cast God's truth to the ground. And those leaders lied constantly about what they were doing. Satan is using the same blueprint today to attack America. But every time Satan attacks, there is a work 
And there is a man who exposes Satan and uncovers what Satan is doing. When it comes to the attack on America specifically, God commands us to explain to people what is happening. The main way we do that is by delivering America under attack. Not only is Mr. Flurry constantly revising and expanding America under attack since its first edition in 2013. And back then that booklet was only, I believe around 40 pages today, America under attack is 219 pages. It's over five times larger than the initial edition because so much more has happened since. Back in 2013, Barack Obama had only been in office for about four years. He was only halfway through his destructive eight years in office. And once Barack Obama left office, he did not leave quietly. He did not initiate a civil transition of power to Donald Trump. He, in fact, started bogus investigations against Mr. Trump that hounded the president the entire time he was in office for four years. And eventually, Barack Obama was behind the 2020 election steal. So, so much of the problems in America today can trace back to the satanic attack on this country from within, from the very top, just like Satan did within the Worldwide Church of God after Mr. Armstrong died in 1986. Today, Satan is also attacking this nation from within and from the very top. It's the same exact strategy. America under attack exposes that strategy, and God expects us to deliver this book to the largest audience possible. On top of the hardcover edition of America under attack going out this summer, also... Mr. Flurry and Mr. Stephen Flurry are delivering personal appearance campaigns. Mr. Stephen Flurry has already given one in Columbus, Ohio this summer. And just last night, Mr. Gerald Flurry delivered another personal appearance campaign in Wilmington, Delaware. Another one is coming up in Raleigh, North Carolina. If you want to learn about upcoming personal appearance campaigns, where they will be, how you can attend, go to pac.thetrumpet.com. pac.thetrumpet.com. So far as I know, there are only just the three campaigns scheduled this summer. But these campaigns are themed... America in crisis. These campaigns trumpet blast the warning message of America under attack to any 
subscribers of the Philadelphia Trumpet News Magazine who want to attend. And we have to get this message out. And we have to wake people up. There is an incredible comfort in a book like America Under Attack that shows the malicious intent behind COVID-19 and the weaponization of this virus by our own government. It exposes the election steal in 2020. This book exposes all of the fraudulent investigations against Donald Trump. It's also a warning to Donald Trump because he does tend to give himself a lot of credit when he is successful. The fact is, whenever he is successful, it's because God wants him to be. So there's so much we can learn from that message. It's a major part of God's work this summer. But Mr. Flurry, in this May 17th coworker letter, called this summer, 2023, possibly the most important summer in the history of the Philadelphia Church of God. Now, as we've been talking about, the first part of these big summer events is America Under Attack being released in hardcover cop in hardcover version. But there's also those personal appearance campaigns. And there's also the tour of Celtic Throne. This is a spectacular music and dance production. And basically, if you think about it, it is the United States and Britain in prophecy combined with the new throne of David. But it's just in music and dance form. So we have that book, The United States and Britain in Prophecy, available to you for free at thetrumpet.com, written by Mr. Armstrong. And also another free book, The New Throne of David, written by Mr. Gerald Flurry. And attentive audience members to our 17 performances of Celtic Throne all across the Northeast United States this summer will notice that Celtic Throne tracks the migrations of a royal line from Jerusalem to Ireland to Scotland to England and then to the United States. Now, that might jolt some of those audience members when they think about the last part. America has never had a king. America is not a monarchy in any way like ancient Israel and ancient Judah were or like Great Britain is today, the United Kingdom, England. So how in the world <laughs> can we claim in Celtic throne that this royal line crossed the Atlantic Ocean and arrived in the United States of America. That is quite a bold message to deliver. And it's a very controversial one. But it's obviously something that we believe you can prove. 
If you study the United States and Britain in prophecy, you can trace the throne of the ancient Israelite King David all the way through, like I said, Jerusalem to Ireland to Scotland to England to the United States. You can trace that throne and it transfers just like Jeremiah chapter one said it would. But then there's that extra step from England to the United States. And to understand that part of it, you have to study our book, The New Throne of David. And you have to realize that God actually erased that old throne. And he came up with a new way of doing things. Transferring that throne from a physical nation to a spiritual nation, from a nation to a church. There is a church today that has King David's throne. And that church will turn the throne over to Jesus Christ when he returns. So essentially, that is the message of Celtic throne. But in some ways, Celtic throne is a coded message only people who are really familiar with our message will actually discern that Celtic throne is conveying such a message. Only those who know their Bibles and know their history and know prophecy and have studied the United States and Britain in prophecy and the new throne of David will actually know what Celtic throne is all about. But there's still enough hints in that show to make people a little bit curious and perhaps cause them to ask some of our cast and crew some questions. What were you trying to get across by that part of the show? What's this show really all about? So like I said, Celtic Throne is going on right now a Northeast United States tour of 17 performances. And you can learn more about that at CelticThrone.com. But on top of America Under Attack as a hardcover, the personal appearance campaigns, Celtic Throne, there's also yet another archaeological excavation in Jerusalem. God's work is sponsoring it and sending 14 workers over to work on that dig. And there's actually a lot of preparation that had to be done before the dig could actually start, clearing out vegetation that was overgrowing the dig site. I think it's really interesting every time I see the new dig group for any particular year, any any of these excavating groups that we get together to send over to Jerusalem. It always just seems like the perfect assemblage of people. It always just seems like God was really behind who he chose to send over to Jerusalem. It's always just a really cohesive unit. A lot of hardworking people who you just know are going to get along well and make the most of that experience over in Jerusalem. But it's a hard job. And as all of these major projects in God's work this summer, it does require our prayers. 
they crawl through tiny tunnels that would cause a panic attack in anyone who is claustrophobic. There's a chance that these dirt and rock tunnels could collapse on our diggers at any time. An errant pickaxe could strike someone in the head. Sometimes boulders fall over the edge of a cliff and almost land on top of, of someone down below. These are all things that our diggers face at an excavation site. And tragically, every year there are horrible accidents that take place at excavation sites around the world. So that's something major that we do need to pray for, that all of our diggers are safe, that the excavation on the Ophel in Jerusalem can be conducted safely. Here's what Mr. Flurry wrote in that May 17th coworker letter. God has clearly opened these doors and supplied countless miracles to make our efforts in Jerusalem so successful. Last year, Professor Uzi Liebner, who led the dig, told our students that many archaeologists excavate all their lives and never uncover as much as we did on that one dig. God is behind what we are doing because he is sending a message to the people of Judah and to the world through these discoveries. The name of our magazine for the Armstrong Institute of Biblical Archaeology is Let the Stones Speak. And these stones are speaking. And by the way, if you go to armstronginstitute.org, you can subscribe to that magazine, Let the Stones Speak, for free. It used to be that church members could not obtain a physical copy of the magazine, but I believe that has now changed. And so if you're a member of the Philadelphia Church of God, you can now go to that website, armstronginstitute.org, and get your subscription. That's what I've been told, at least. Hopefully that is true. I'm about to check myself. All right, so the dig this summer, that's a big deal. And we are always ramping up our contributions to these various excavations. There's a couple more things happening this summer that are also very important for God's work. Finally, we're having another ministerial conference here at God's headquarters in Edmond, Oklahoma. It has been a long time since the last conference. I believe it was in 2019, perhaps. So it's been, it has been a while. Normally, the conference takes place every year and a half. Obviously, the world panicked <laughs> a couple years ago and locked down and instituted a lot of extreme travel measures. Now, thankfully, a lot of people prayed hard for travel bans to be lifted so that unvaccinated foreigners could enter the country and attend the ministerial conference on May 11th. That finally happened. The U.S. government, the fake administration, finally realized that it is the year 2023 and that unvaccinated people should be allowed to come into the country. They couldn't keep up 
the COVID hoax any longer. So we are going to have a conference. And these conferences are so crucial. Mr. Gerald Flurry always sets the tone for the conference with his messages. And all the other messages really do tend to build on what he says. And this gives a unifying message to all the ministers, something that they need to focus on in the messages that they give at Sabbath services, the counsel that they provide to the brethren, the way that they support the work, the example they set. The ministry really does receive a lot of motivation, a lot of valuable instruction at these ministerial conferences. And so they will be coming from around the world, dozens of ministers to Edmond in the beginning of July for one week of all day long lectures. That's something big that we can pray about and get excited about because it will benefit the entire church. And then right after the ministerial conference is the fifth big thing happening this summer. So like I've already mentioned, there was the uh, hardcover edition of America Under Attack accompanied by those personal appearance campaigns this summer to magnify the message of America Under Attack. Then there's also the Celtic Throne Tour, the Jerusalem Excavation, the Ministerial Conference, and finally, Summer Educational Program. And we really need some eager young people to attend this camp those who are truly excited about the opportunity to attend this camp and to get out of their comfort zone and to make friends and to learn God's way of life and to understand how fun it is. This really can be a life-changing experience for them if they take advantage of it. So here's what it says in Matthew chapter six. This is part of Jesus Christ's prayer outline. And basically, here in the middle of the outline, there's a part that Christ says uh, where we should pray, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That's Matthew 6, verse 10. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Obviously, the world in general does not do God's will. But in God's work, in God's church, we strive to obey God and do his will. And so praying for God's will to be done on earth is actually saying we're praying for God's work and we're praying for God's people and we are praying hard so that the work can move forward. Mr. Flurry urges us to make Jerusalem part of our daily prayer life. But really, you could say, all of these big activities in God's work over the summer can become part of our regular prayer lives. This has certainly added a lot of interest to my prayer life over the last week or so since I read this coworker letter. America under attack, personal appearance campaigns, Celtic throne, the archaeological excavation in Jerusalem, the ministerial conference, summer educational program. So many big events taking place in God's work this summer. Mr. Flurry writes, what inspiring proof of God's involvement in our lives when we pray specifically about an issue we face or that the work faces and those prayers are answered. 
We have many members and coworkers to support the activities of the church. Daily, multiple thousands of prayers rise before God, seeking intervention and help to meet the demands of our calling. God has blessed this work and magnified his warning message in so many ways, all in answer to prayer. He quoted James chapter 5, where it talks about the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man getting results. And so as we pray hard about all these events this summer, we will see magnificent results for God's work. Thanks so much for listening today. I'm Grant Turgeon. This has been Behind the Work. You've been listening to Behind the Work. Email your thoughts to comments at kpcg.fm. Listen for a new episode each Monday at 12 p.m. Central Time.